Hello and welcome to another episode of Industry Celebrities. My name is Kimberly Scott, former video girl and now podcast rookie. Industry Celebrities is a podcast where my friends in all sorts of industries allow me to interview them about their passions or their industry, which makes them all a celebrity to me. And if you want to share your knowledge about your industry and be on Industry Celebrities podcast, email me at Kimberly. K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y, folks, at marketingdoer.com. And if you want to listen to other episodes, you can do that by searching Kimberly D. Scott on iTunes for all you iPhone users. Or Android users can use Anchor or Spotify or watch me on good old YouTube. Just search Kimberly D. Scott. So now that that's out of the way, I'm going to introduce my guest. Today, Miss Michelle Blakely. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for joining me. Of course. Happy to be here. Great. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what industry you're from. Sure. So my name is, again, Michelle Blakely. I'm the Director of Communications and Marketing for the Apartment Association of Greater Dallas. Only the world's longest title and company name. <laughs> I've tried shortening, guys, and it just doesn't work out. So it's an earful I and like a mouthful. It. <laughs> How does it's it look great- on a business card? It's long. <laughs> it's two lines for sure, always. Um, but yeah, so I've been in the apartment industry now, or I guess you could say I'm in the association industry for two years in August of 2018. And before that, I worked at a marketing agency in Irving, Texas. So that was your start in marketing? Yes. So yeah, so I have a bachelor's degree from Texas A&M University in communications. You went so, to College Station? Yeah, girl. You're an Aggie? Yeah, loud and proud, well, but clearly not proud enough. <laughs> I was going to say, where's the... Oh, I see the ring now. Okay. Yeah. 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 You so know, You know how much love... You're going to get both sides of love, right? Or not love. Love and not love. <laughs> yeah. So I actually... My degree really is focused in rhetoric, mm-hmm. which really never took a class in marketing. But after college, I got a job at a marketing agency and just kind of went on a self-discovery of marketing and learned a lot. So I've worked with over 300 different brands working with that agency. (laughs) And it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I'm really passionate about it. Cool. So are you from the Dallas Fort Worth area? I went to middle school and high school here, but I moved to Texas as a teenager from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh. And so does that make you a Pittsburgh Steeler fan? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't the crazy towels. Yeah, I don't hang my terrible towel here, but terrible towel, yeah. I definitely have one. I'm also a Pens fan and a Pirates fan. Cool. That's very cool. You and my brother would get along very well. He's a I don't know how and why because he lives in Oklahoma, but he's a crazy towel lover as well. <laughs> a terrible towel. Ter- terrible towel. It's terrible towel. Yeah. Terrible towel. Definitely have to get that right. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> the Steelers is not real. You know, it's not really a fandom. It's a lifestyle. So yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Steeler Nation, baby. All the way. I will be coming in here and rooting with you against when they play the Cowboys all the time, every day. I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. So we got no beef with each other. We're cool. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. But you got to always root against the Cowboys. Yeah. America's team. I don't think so. <laughs> That's what my boyfriend says, Please. too. Let's He's a Houston Texans fan, so he definitely feels no love being here in Texas or being in Dallas where he tries to go watch a game. You know, we were actually talking about, I was in Pittsburgh visiting my family this past weekend, and we were talking about how Pittsburgh is one of the few cities that actually all of their teams, one, their stadiums are very close, and they all have the same colors. And so... Wow, that makes it easy. It makes it very easy. They're black and gold. And... <laughs> It's a city of bridges, oh. yellow bridges. It's like, it's their thing. So that's cool. I didn't know that. It's very united. 
Good, good little tidbit of information in case I ever need to phone a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's the only one, but it, none of us could think of a city that had unified colors in that way, like the exact same colors. Okay, if anybody knows another pop quiz please <laughs> let us know i'd be interested kimberly's cell phone number it i'm just <laughs> no, kidding <didn't> there. <laughs> okay anyways well that is interesting information and i'm so happy that you agreed to be on this podcast to share a little bit about you and being here at agd and even though you've only been here two years i feel like you're just you know rocking and rolling you're just you've blossomed into this no longer wildflower yeah i mean yeah i've become like working here you know i became a director i became a mom i became yes you did i mean i just how old is your baby now 10 months she's as sweet as can be but yeah so what's it like being a working new mom i mean it's definitely hard at times i mean there's pros and cons Mm -hmm. to both sides right we probably make a whole podcast about that yeah, we left. probably could. But, <laughs> you know, she babies sleep a lot, so yeah. I'm, you know, I'm with her for some of her wake hours and some of them I'm not. not. And I mean, there's just a good balance. You could do what you got to do. Yeah. Make it happen. You got a good supportive husband? Oh yeah. He changes diapers. Yes. Awesome. He's actually watching her today. Yay. That's good. Yeah. Really good. It does. I I think back to when my mom, my parents were divorced and when my mom was going to school and working and had us, I'm just baffled at, I mean, she had my grandparents and obviously my stepdad and then my real dad, but I'm just baffled at how those women or even men that have children, because I know I have guy friends take care of their kids, that have nobody else or maybe one other person, how you juggle it. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's never it's, easy. Yeah. I mean, kudos to every single parent out there because Absolutely. nothing can prepare you for becoming a parent. And they don't, don't give you a book. No, <laughs> you can read all the ones you yeah. want, but they don't. Yeah. There's no real guide to <laughs> being you. a parent, <laughs> but um, there are tons of books, but you could just kind of yeah. got to call it, you know, you all of a sudden you're in charge and you got to roll with it. You got to roll with the yeah. punches, you know, you just make it happen, make it rain. Yeah. As I like to say. <laughs> Well, good for you. Yeah. Congratulations. Very <laughs> excited for you. I'll be, well, I'd say when I'm ready to have a child, but I think that's already passed. So. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You could adopt. Uh, yes. The, Adoption is, is an option. Absolutely. It's like always, always an option. But I think that that is past me, but you never know. Whatever mm-hmm. is in God's plans is in God's plans. I really don't have say over that. I've learned that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a good segue into what would you tell your younger self? That's my standing question for this podcast. I think I would probably tell myself to not be so hesitant. I think a lot of young people don't necessarily understand the business world and don't understand how much opportunity there really is. I think, you know, TV really plays a large role in that because, you know, other than the office, you don't really see diverse (laughs) industry. You see a very limited scope of lawyers, doctors, salespeople, mm-hmm. whatever that means. You know, Across Mad Men was kind of the first agency marketing show, but really you don't see that much mm-hmm. of diversity. And I, not that TV, you know, is everyone's main teacher, but it really influences us, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think you're... Now it's YouTube, but yes. You know, or, you know, policeman, teacher, fireman. You, yeah. There's these jobs and you don't really understand how large industries are. You don't mm-hmm. understand that there's a job for that. Instead of there's an app for that, there's a job for that. So don't be hesitant to get out there and... Yeah. I think I was nervous of failing, nervous of Mm -hmm. not feeling passionate about something. Um, Recently, someone told me, you're not necessarily passionate about one thing. If you're a passionate person, you'll be passionate about anything you get involved in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very true. Absolutely. You know, I'm 
passionate about customer service, but I'm not in a customer service role. I'm very passionate. Wait, no. Yes, you are. Well, I mean, everyone's in customer service, right? But I'm not I'm not like a manager of no, a customer service team. But if a supplier partner comes to you and is upset about something, you're going to make sure that it gets right. 100% okay. taken care of, yeah. of course. Customer service, I mean, yeah. customer service is a... It's a concept. I mean, yes. again, it's a broad concept. Mm-hmm. So, when, you know, when you're a kid, you hear customer service, you think of a call center. Yeah. And that's not really what customer service is. Yeah. But in a sense, if you're working at customers, if you say I'm an expert in customer service, that's kind of what you would apply to. Yeah. So there's give and take on it. Yeah. But everyone's in customer service. Yeah. I mean, the Starbucks barista I talked to this morning is a customer service representative. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's customer service is a skill yeah. for sure. But I think I would tell myself not to be so hesitant and to be willing to explore. And get out there, try and fail. And oh, yeah. get back up again and do it again. And failure is a part of life. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm still scared to fail. I'm not like <laughs> conquered this fear of failure, but I think I definitely would say, you know, don't think that understanding and knowledge is the only way to succeed. A lot of it is saying, this sounds good. I'm going to try it. Yes. So and I think that's my advice. That's great. Great advice. So don't be scared and don't hesitate. Just get out there. Get Just out there do and do it. it. Yeah, it's not about image, right? It's about... Well, if we get over in our heads about the image or what people perceive us as, we'd probably be less hesitant in general. But I think that with age, that gets easier for sure. Yeah. Okay, so last question. Would you rather tell us a fun fact or would you rather do two truths and a lie, which you know it can happen with two truths and a lie? You've been around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do two truths and a lie. I... Have been married for four years. Okay. As of today. Oh. But not of today, today, like my anniversary, but just okay. in general. Okay. Like, meaning if you listen to this in the three years, it won't be four <laughs> years. Got it. I have a lazy eye and I have two animals. Two animals? Mm-hmm. Okay. The lazy eye is a lie. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I think I gave you all truths. <laughs> I have a lazy eye. I have a lazy eye. Do you really? Well, I have a disease that's called exotropia, so I don't actually see one vision path, I have two vision paths. And if I I'm looked right at you, split I'm them, I now I see it when you did it because your eye followed your hand. Yeah. So if I go like this, I actually see both sides of my hand and that's wicked. Yeah. Exotropia. Cool. It's a real thing. Okay. <laughs> but when you think of lazy eye, you think of it to be what you see on television or the stereotypical blah, 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 blah. Like, well, it's not technically called lazy eye, but, but no one understands. Yeah. Like if I was like, I have exotropia. I'd be no. like, huh? Yeah. What's that? You have exactly. to give me a definition anyways. Okay. Nobody got no time for that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, I don't even know where we're at now. So, okay. Well, thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. For joining me today. Happy to be here. Thank you. And thank you to my listeners for listening and tune in next week. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, just again, search Kimberly D. Scott to subscribe to my YouTube channel, my iTunes podcast, or follow me on Facebook, Insta, Twitter, or Snapchat, LinkedIn. So until next week, stay positive and keep growing. Thanks.